What is going on? You are watching Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex. That's right. The live version. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm a little frazzled, but hanging in there and optimistic. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're going to get all Press. into, we have a lot to talk about on this show, uh, but we are uh, really happy to be a part of the Get on this Get Vocal platform, which is every single Wednesday night on the Connection Zone, which is about relationships, sex, and so much more. We definitely fit into that, but it's an interactive show. And we welcome all of your comments that you can do if you're on the Get Vocal platform. We will check our YouTube channel out to see if you might be on there. I will try to get to it. Cody, maybe you can check out our Facebook page just in case. Gotcha. See if we are live over there. And we've got a great show for you. A little bit later in the show, we've got special, a special guest, Brian Bennett, who has an ingenious thing called the Porta porta glory it's a portable mm -hmm. glory hole yep we are going there we are talking about it and all that and cannot wait to have him on uh we've got a great show for you as well as a brand new vulnerable voices but let's get into it cody because last night was what we thought in the past election night where we would have already been celebrating or slitting our wrists and i went to bed not knowing anything. I did have a lot of alcohol and I was looking up one of the most Googled things of last night. And one of them was liquor stores around me. So everybody apparently <laughs> was drinking a lot. How did you spend election night, which is actually turning into election week, but how did you- I'm like, yeah. <laughs> stressing, that is how I spent election night slash week. Uh, last night I was with, I was talking to Silas, my best friend, and we were watching various media outlets. I watched personally Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange. Did they do? They did a live stream. It was awesome. That's amazing. It was really, really fun. And it kind of took a lot of the pressure and the stress away from it because watching two drag queens kiki and and talk about an election is really fun so did they mix in a little bit of updates with what was actually going on which actually <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot going on with <laughs> with their shtick and humor yeah for sure they had videos that they did i kind of tuned in late because i was just keeping away from a lot of that during the day um but they, they they showed videos when I was there. They played games, from what I understand, but I missed all the games, unfortunately. They asked questions to the the, the audience, which like we do here. So it was really, really fun. What'd you do? Uh, I kept myself busy. I have a friend that we were, I was talking to friends mostly. I felt like I had a call-in show. So I was calling up different people <laughs> and keeping myself you busy. I do, yeah. But I was doing it last night, the other version of it. I had my wine for sure. And one of my friends inspired me to do a pedicure. So I said, oh, I'm going to do that too, which isn't really a good idea when you're nervous <laughs> to be 
doing giving yourself a pedicure, which I don't really know what I'm doing. So not the greatest idea, something like that. But it did pass the time. And like you, as you were telling me offline, what was another way that you relieved some stress? I think you told me. <laughs> I did tell you. I masturbated three times last night. Wow, you beat me. I, I think I did twice. Did you? How many did you do? Well, twice? maybe I think I was three times too. I okay, spoke, okay. Yeah. We're very synchronous on, on a lot of things. <laughs> Teddy says, same. Casey says, woof. I used the flesh jack one time. It it was one of the best orgasms that I've ever had. It was really, really, really good. I but my toes curled, my eyelashes <laughs> curled, everything curled. It's a really ingenious device, much like yeah. the Porta Glory, which we're going to be talking about it in a minute. But it's the next best thing, right? It's the next best thing. Yeah. Yeah, super stressful. I feel good about tonight. It's interesting because we record Tag's podcast Monday night with Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln, and it was mm -hmm. the eve of Tuesday, and we were all kind of having those initial frazzled moments. And then yesterday happened. And so today I feel better because in watching the news right up until we went live tonight, I feel like there's a light, a bright shining light that's gonna go in the direction that I want at tonight or tomorrow. I, I believe that, I believe in goodness. I, I believe lips. in. <laughs> <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, man. Can you sing a little I bit of that? <laughs> Which one again? I believe in um, R. Kelly, who we probably shouldn't be seeing. Oh no, we, we know. Oh, we're, we're, all right. we're not going there, okay. We're He's canceled. Cancel culture, <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? I, yes. Yeah, so I did the same thing. The pet, I did manicure. I masturbated. I had a lot of alcohol. I joined an, an OnlyFans, another guy that I found. Did you really? Uh, Which one? Share your pesco I'll, with me. No. I will show you. I, I ate a lot of M&Ms, um, which is like my go-to stress food. I went on Scruff and talked to different people. I had a you know party for one election night madness. It 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 was what it was. Uh, but you know we should talk. Election night isn't just about presidential election. It's a lot of there was some things that we need to give a nod to, and one of yeah. them has to do with here in New York. Richie Torres uh, will be the first out Afro Latinx person elected to Congress, yes. which I think is so cool. Have you heard that Afro Latinx before? Yeah. Several, several times. You're kind of that, wouldn't you say? I, I'm very much that. Yes. Yeah, okay, Afro Latino. So, yeah. That's how I, how I identify. Identify myself. Yes. I was going to say qualify, but that's not really appropriate. So shout out to Richie Torres, as expected, New York City Council member Richie Torres has been elected to represent the New York State's 15th Congressional District, which encompasses the South Bronx. Torres has earned 90% of the vote so far. I think he's already in there, which is nice. With his win, he's only 32 years old. He's really cute. Mm -hmm. The first yeah. out Afro-Latinx person elected to Congress. He's expected to be sworn in as one of the first Black LGBTQ members of Congress, along with 
Mondaire Jones, who ran in New yep. York 17. And I think it's super cool. We should try and I get him amazing. on our show. <laughs> that would be stellar. We should definitely reach out to him. Also, something a big shout out to Sarah McBride. She's the first openly transgender state senator, and she represents Delaware. Nice. I yeah. love that. Very cool. We See, had a lot of successes yesterday, and we need to highlight those successes. We had some losses as well. Hopefully, we win the big one as well. But I'm not taking anything for granted. You are more relaxed. I'm not that relaxed anymore. Well, the wine's helping out here, and, and, <laughs> and the jacking off, and the flesh jack. You know, I can't one, do that on here, unfortunately. We can't. But one thing that was actually really cool is LGBTQ had an exit polling that can't. So there was an exit polling that canvassed nearly 16,000 people who voted in yesterday's election. And it found that 7% of voters identified as LGBTQ, which is a wow. record turnout. So the survey was done by Edison Research for the National Election Pool, and they interviewed voters outside of the polling place or early voting sites as well, or by phone, and for people that identified in the LGBTQ. And the turnout means that LGBT voters were overrepresented at the ballot box since an estimated 4.5% of the U.S. population is LGBTQ. And just to give you kind of a comparison, in 2016, LGBTQ voters represented 5% of the electorate. In the 2018 midterm election, the LGB turnout was 6%. So we're going up and at 7%. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but when, on the grander scheme, yeah. it, it's a big deal. And I think that's good. I think we were all fired up. And I think we all realized that, yes, it is about the presidential election and it's a trickle down political story that ultimately can affect our, our lives as LGBTQ people yeah. and a lot of our sex lives and things that we may or may not take for granted. For sure. I agree with you 100%. I think that our voices need to be out there and heard and that is something that is really valuable. Our, our votes are really valuable, especially in those races where the winning margin is, is so small. So Absolutely. I think it's really great that everybody got out there and voted. Teddy Alexis Rodriguez. Wow, you're Teddy, hi, Teddy. PhD. Hello, hello. Yes. <laughs> are you single, Teddy? Um, but... Uh, you are Afro Latinx. Awesome. We love that. And Jen says, is that just for New York? Well, the first one, single, Teddy. Okay, now. Hello, now. How you doing? <laughs> Richie is, uh, oh, sorry. Jen is asking, is it just for New York? No, it's, it's national that they did. They polled, I forget, over 10,000 people, but it was a national poll for LGBTQ and our voting. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, on Tuesday's podcast of Tag's podcast, I was, uh, Cody, I was talking to my co-hosts, Lincoln and Jeremy Ross Lopez, and we were talking about how Lady Gaga has been making the rounds in this election mm -hmm. cycle, supporting Joe Biden, of course, thank God. Yes, and thankfully. 
one of the things that we, I brought up for discussion was a PSA ad that she did where she was representing getting out the vote for the flyover states. So in other words, those states in between LA, San Francisco and New York. So all those, <laughs> I'm, I'm from both sides. So I, it's those states. Flyover You're like states. where? That's the term, <laughs> flyover states. And yeah. she acted and looked dressed like a redneck and squeezed a can of beer and was essentially trying to appease to that community. And I thought against my co-hosts, which I often disagree with, I thought she missed the mark on that one. My co-host yes. did a good job though of telling me that that wasn't the only thing she's done in this election cycle. She's done like 25 other things, including mm -hmm. last night where she performed, but she also put her foot in her mouth with her ex fiance. And that's a whole nother story that we don't have time to get into, but I'm just curious real quick. What did you think of Lady Gaga's PSA ad looking like a redneck? Did she miss the mark or was, were you all for it? I think it's tone deaf for sure, because you do not sway people by making fun of them. That's not something that you do. And it just makes you look insensitive to other people's way of life and walks of life. So I think she did miss the mark, unfortunately. But like you said, she's done tons of other things. I watched something today yeah. and she was very heartfelt and just emotive about how good Biden is versus T-Rump. <laughs> Thank you for saying it that way. And you know what, I, I agree with you and that's a well stated way of saying it, that unless she was a comedian, I think oftentimes, yeah. uh, and she's not, you can often get away with those types of humor and throw certain communities under the bus and people might get it and laugh, but I don't think it, well, she's back in the media today because she did all these other great things to, for the Joe Biden Democrat mm -hmm. election. However, her father of all people tweeted last night at, on Twitter, at real Donald Trump 2020 election. In other words, he's supporting. And after Donald Trump threw Lady Gaga under the bus the other day, or came at her, and here she's doing all this work. Do you think, Cody, even if, even if, and by the way, a little sidebar note, Lady Gaga is close to her dad apparently and bought him a restaurant, like a mm -hmm. life, life dream of his. Do you think he, he should have just shut his mouth, He, but that he could actually want to vote for Donald Trump? Like, in other words, does he get to have his, get to vote for who he wants to vote for? But did he need to get on Twitter and put that out there when his daughter, when the, that, when Trump came after her? In my heart of hearts, I believe that anybody should be able to vote for whomever they want. But there's, the, there's a caveat to that because I feel like if you support Trump, then you're, you're against so many things that I, at my core, am for. Right. I would have cut him off so fast. His MAGA hat would have spin, probably caught on fire. He, <laughs> his head would have turned. You would have thought he was in the exorcist or something like that because he, I can't believe that such a, a wonderful, intelligent, kind human being like Lady Gaga came out of a man that wants to vote for Trump. That's just really surprising and shocking to me. And again, with the tone deaf, even if he did yeah. support, 
why when your daughter is really going out there for the other candidate yeah. and putting herself out there and when Donald Trump, Trump attacked, and her. attacked her, are you not even That's, at the very doesn't least? Doesn't show support. Right. And even if you were able to say, oh, well, he was just, Trump was just saying what he wants at my daughter. Why do you got to go on social media and put that out there, which makes you look foolish and is not supporting your daughter? And yeah. you know, we're all going to talk about it. I just think it was like, please. You know, if somebody talked about my mama or my sister or anybody like that, then they would, I would, they would be dead to me. Basically, they would not be in my any. I wouldn't support them in any viewpoint. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. Read any comments that we have, Cody. Will I get yes. uh, anything? <laughs> Queen says most small business owners vote for a Tupac fiasco. I like that too because she's. Uh, T. Rump, she's equating him to T Tupac Fiasco, and she says that most small businesses vote for him because of taxes, which I don't really see how they could because he just gouges everybody on taxes anyway. And Silas says toxic ma masculinity at its finest, and Casey just laughed at what Quinessa said. I love it. I love it. Well, yes. you know, I wanted to get into one hot gay sex topic that related okay. to our our series that we've been doing since we began Tags Live, which is called Vulnerable Voices, where we really talk about a different topic each week about the vulnerability about our community that can sometimes affect us, even when we don't realize it later on in life. Last week, we were talking about non-consensual sex. And mm -hmm. I couldn't help but notice a relevant story that had to do with that. Football champ Jake Bain, made, okay. he made headlines in 2017 when he came out as gay, as gay at his high school assembly. And a year later, he made headlines again when he became one of the first openly gay Division I team athletes in history after enrolling at Indiana State University. And in the years since, he has become an outspoken voice for LGBTQ athletes and students. Well, now Bain is speaking out again, this time about the sexual abuse he and other students allegedly mm -hmm. suffered at the hands of his father, a high, school, a high school basketball coach who worked for multiple private Christian schools. It's always the Christians. Oh, I can't with that. And in a statement shared with his social media followers, Bain writes, I have in my possession over 20 pages of court documents detailing the abuses that me and many others endured at the hands of my father. To protect the confidentiality of those who are mentioned in these documents, I won't release them to the public. Bain goes on to accuse his father, from whom he seems to be estranged from, of mm -hmm. his father apparently was showering with male students, inviting them over for sleepovers, and sending them inappropriate emails. Quote, oh my goodness. I believe that it should be public knowledge that while working as a high school basketball coach at both Westminster Christian Academy and MICDS, two well-known private schools in St. Louis, my father was found to be showering with other students, emailing inappropriately with students about things a coach or teacher should never be talking about to kids about and would have students to his house for sleepovers. And wow. I'm just curious. I think, wow, what... A, that's got to be hard, Cody, to call out your father, yeah, who 
has done so many inappropriate things. It's not clear if he's done anything to his son, but to what were your first thoughts when you heard of this story? I think that he is so brave. I thought that he did say that his oh, father he? abused him. I okay, yeah, that, you're I right. He did. Sorry, you're right. He did. Correct. I, and I think that he is so brave to be speaking out about this inappropriate and downright lascivious behavior. It's going to prevent something like this from happening to people that are in the same situation uh, again by the hand at the hands of his father number one and it'll also assist those victimized by this type of behavior in coming to terms with their situation so i just think that it's so brave and wonderful for him and he's He's really cute too. We we saw his picture and I was like, oh, he's adorable. So, I mean, that's neither here nor there, but he is really cute. (laughs) Extremely and such a voice. And it it reminds me of one of the guests that we had on our show before, Sebastian Lacaz, who Mm. is really doing a lot of work, including on his current podcast, being uh, Chasing Happy. You guys should check that out, Chasing Happy. And one of the things is dealing with trauma that has happened in our lives as and so many of us have trauma that we've either masked haven't dealt with fully and i really commend this guy for he seems relatively young and you know putting that statement out there which is just dredging up all of that trauma putting it out in the media like that but He's doing it now and dealing with this now, this trauma, essentially, like Sebastian talks about. And I can only think like, wow, this is so great that you're doing this now and not ignoring the abuse that you had to endure, the abuse Mm -hmm. that you knew, witnessed, saw, knew about with other students, instead of pushing it under the rug and not dealing with it because what would that do to me? How is that gonna make me look? oh my gosh, I have a father that is molested, not just me or been inappropriate, but putting it out there at now, he can be such a role model and example, and he's not going to live with this the rest of his life. And I really, really commend him because I just think he's doing such a good thing to speak up about this. For sure. And he's going to help people so much. He's already, I opened up last week about the things that I've experienced in life and hearing him say what he went through has already helped me come to terms with the things that I went through in life. So I'm cheers to him. Nice. Well, on this week's vulnerable voices, we will probably have a part one and a part two of it because we want to bring in, in a little bit at our special guest. But one of the things I wanted to talk about that will relate to, our special guest and his mm-hmm. port of glory. It has to do with the vulnerability that we feel about our sex organs or our dicks or cocks or penises, whatever you call it, our asses. And I think the first thing, and we all have ideas of our organs on how they may just issues with it, I think. And and the one thing that I thought of and I put on my list was my nipples, because growing up as a child, I always had larger nipples than the other kids. And I used to think that that was a bad thing. Now, 
when I go out, people are like, oh, I love your nipples and, and this and yeah. that. And they're like more erect now <laughs> for whatever reason. But back in the day, I was so self-conscious to, and I was a gymnast, so I had a nice physique, but mm -hmm. I was so conscientious of my body and what are people going to think of it? And one of them had to do with the simple thing of my nipples thinking in my mind for whatever crazy reason that they were too large, wrong, not right. Oh my God, what are people going to think? Did you, I've since learned to embrace them, believe me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how we, we, we see, around. we see yeah. <laughs> on your Instagram, we see that you have learned to embrace your nipples. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever have something about any of your sexual organs that you were conscientious about or, or maybe embraced or did you not even think of it? Oddly enough, it's funny that you bring up that your nipples were something. I had a thing with my nipples as well. I think when you grow and you go through puberty, your nipples, I don't know why. You just get to see so many men's nipples, I guess. But I thought that mine were super large, too. And it was something that I wasn't really used to, that my nipples were getting so much larger. And I didn't even really write this down. We take notes. And right. I, didn't, I didn't even put this down. But when you said it, it kind of sparked something in me. And I, was, I said to myself, oh, wow, I remember having that feeling that my nipples were odd or strange as well. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Anything else? I can't. There was one time, I said this on Tech Podcast before, where I am very prideful as far as my penis is concerned. I take a lot of pride in it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's one of God's gifts to, to, <laughs> to this world. But there was one time that I went, I took somebody home with me and we were hooking up and he pulled out his penis and it was bigger than mine. And I think it's, when you have your ego is that big as far as your penis is concerned or any other thing that makes your th viewpoint on your on what you're proud of so very fragile so it really took a toll on on how i saw my myself and and my body well let me stop you right let me stop you right there because okay. i remember when you originally told this story before one of the mm -hmm. things and it was when we used to do a different show where you called yes. in Yes. <laughs> and, but I remember. The request line show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember you told that story. And I remember one of the things you, you were going to be the top in that. Yes, I was going to be the top and he was going to be the bottom. Yes. Right. And I'm assuming, I don't think he had an issue with it. It was just that he had. Was, and I remember saying to you, have you ever heard of a big dick bottom? Hello. <laughs> 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 I haven't since come, come to learn the term. Oh, were you raising your hand? Both hands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you learn something new every day, folks. You do, right? We're so <laughs> educational here. We are here to educate and entertain. But yeah, I mean, did... I don't, I, I think I remember asking you, do you think that he probably didn't even care? It was more, he was oh, just- Oh, he super didn't care. Yeah. It was and, all 100% in my head. He was down for the get down. He just wanted it in him. He did, I don't even know if he cared what size it was. You know, I don't know if there's children's books about the size and shape and everything about our organs, but 
We should write it. All right, everybody. Do not <laughs> take our idea. Well, <laughs> well, maybe an adolescent book, but we would okay, make it about right. teaching these things because I think when you go into PE and you're and as a kid and you start looking around, it's obvious that as kids, we're always going to be comparing our growth as adolescents to the mm -hmm. next kid. And we're going to be thinking that, is this right? Is this how it should look? And if you just showed different sizes of nipples, different sizes of penises. I mean, I remember as a kid, as a gymnast, I would stay every weekend at my best friend's house. And we, as we were growing older and older, we started to masturbate together. <laughs> and I remember his oh. was smaller, his penis than mine. And I, I didn't want mine to be bigger than his. Is that weird? Oh. I don't have that problem now. But, <laughs> 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 but you see how crazy like these ideas that as kids, we don't, we're not equipped. I mean, I was yeah. equipped, but we weren't equipped. <laughs> Before we bring in our guest, do we have any comments to ask or respond to? Teddy says that we're the well-endowed podcast. And I agreed with him. I said, tell all your friends, Teddy. I love it. Well, we are, I think it's a part two. We're going to bring in um, our special guest who just showed up right now. There he is. Say hello to Brian Bennett, who started what I call an ingenious contraption in this COVID pandemic, I'll argue. It's called the Porta Glory, portaglory.club. You can go or follow him at Porta Glory. Brian, welcome to Tags Live. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Brian. Really it's a pleasure. Uh, I know. I want to hawk this, but I also want to get to the puberty nips because plus one, <laughs> plus one here. Yeah. yeah? For a wow. year, nobody saw me with my shirt off. Nobody saw oh. my nips for a year because they just, I was thin as a rail and just, they were the first things that just sort of popped. They popped like little turkey poppers, like, and they, I don't know, it was very uncomfortable. The turkey like thermometer that goes in the bullet. turkey? Yes. They just sort of, yeah, I don't know. And you know what's so interesting about that is that so many of us gay men then are the ones that go off and take our shirts off at every club, bar, and, they, and our straight hetero counterparts do not do take their shirts off as much as we do. And I'm talking general, but it's interesting that we have that. I just think we're so self-conscious about that. And we don't, would you buy our a children's book about shapes, sizes, and everything, <laughs> if we wrote it. Of nipples? I yeah, mean, and, yes. and dick would... size. and <laughs> True. Well, but I that... think maybe every guy goes in, goes through this, and there's nobody talks about it, maybe? I don't know. Well, we're a coincidence. Here. Three guys. Absolutely. Well, we have something to talk about. It's called The Port of Glory. You created this, like I said, in this pandemic. It's a, it's a glory hole, essentially that you created and tell us why you came up with this idea. And I know a lot had to do with guidelines that the New York health website came up with about sex in between walls. Can you talk a little bit about the inspiration? Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly it. I had, we had all already been in quarantine for three plus months in an early June, NYC health <clears throat> and Dr. Dimitri 
came out with the guidelines, safer sex during COVID. And um, yeah, the section was, let's make it a little kinky. Um, exactly. Create, um, with your barriers like walls, uh, which we all, all of us gays knew that that was code for <laughs> glory holes. Um, and yeah, it just was dropped into the consciousness. And so just started sketching, just started thinking, yeah, you know, it'd be great, <laughs> it'd be great uh, to, uh, you know, suck some dick, um, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> um, and maybe get mine sucked in the meantime as well. Uh, so yeah, just started doing deep dives in the internet and making a couple of prototypes and sharing with friends and it evolved. Nice. Well, you know, one of my favorite things about people like yourself, you're an artist, you're creative. I think of myself often when I'm patting myself on the back as a creative person, but I'm more conceptual. I really have an admiration for people like yourself that can build with your hands and create. And I've always admired people like yourself. And you really took advantage of this time frame, also with what you just spoke of, of guidelines of how to be safer in a pandemic. Did you always like glory holes and anonymous sex like that? Or was this just spoken with what was going on? All right. So, I mean, tons of fantasies and loved, well, the fantasy of it. Um, but also was, I, I, I mean, terrified to stick my dick through a hole where you had no idea what was on the other side. I mean, sorry, it's just that's that's just what stopped me so much. I, there were a couple of scenarios, a couple of uh, clubs where there was the opportunity to experiment, and that happened a little bit, uh, at least on maybe being the bottom more, which I think the glory hole bottom is the, the sucker, and the t glory hole top is the sucky. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, and I experimented with sticking my dick through the hole, but just with panic and no, 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 no. Like, I don't, like, what's, what's, what's on the other side? So, um, yeah, um, not as much practical uh, experience as, as maybe my fantasy life would wish. But uh, I saw this as an opportunity to, of course, do things safer with COVID, but also to have a lot more control. Like you combine the port glory with the apps and you can control who's gonna be on the other side. Uh, you may not have met them, but you've exchanged a couple of things and um, you're on your turf or it's so portable that you can travel with it and mm -hmm. throw it up and there you are. Real quick, I want to talk a little bit more about, we have some fun things that we want to ask you about this, but explain to everybody how it actually, the contraption works and how you could travel with it. It fits in most doorways that we all have, correct? Right. And, but you can also customize it. Right. So if you were to go into ordering, you would pick either the regular size or which fits doorways 30 to 40 inches, which is very standard. You could pick the slim, which covers some of the pre-war New York City, like bathroom doors and whatnot. Uh, or we can do any size that you need. I'll, I've done one up to 52 inches so far. So 
uh, and shipped that to Chicago, I think. So I feel um, like we're looking at it behind you. Are I we? was going to say, I think That's I see right. it right behind you. Is it behind you? Wow. It is. We'll take a look at that. But this is how you receive it. There she is. I like a good receiving. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it just unfurls. And um, you've got a hole. (laughs) And you've got two pretty heavy-duty tension rods. And this is a a heavy-duty nylon waterproof canvas. Okay. Um, It's perfectly in the upper head compartment on a plane when you're traveling. (laughs) Fully. Fully. I love it. People think you're an Um, architect. We have an accessory like sort of a sport bag that you just throw it over your shoulder and off you go. Um, but I have it in the door here right now, which, oh God. Um, I love top it. to bottom. Nice. If you want to do a full bathroom stall fantasy, we've got a little space down there at the end, at the oh bottom. Oh my God, so I love it. Oh, for the, for the reach under. Okay. That's on, right. On, on, on cleaner floors too, that you freshly I mop. mean that I've... <laughs> From what I hear, that's what they—that's what that is for. <laughs> One of the things you were telling me, Brian, offline was that you—you have—you can secure it above tight, taut, and then you can also secure it on the bottom too. But you don't have to, right? Right. So, um, all right. Let's see if we can't. All right. Let's. Are you gonna? There we actually, go. Do you, a, do you have a model that's going to on the other <laughs> I know, I know. I have regrets. I wish I did. But, I know. Yeah. Damn it. We're on this PG-13. We love you, Get Vocal. Sorry. Can we? Okay. After after the, the stream is done, can we get a demonstration is what I want to know. <laughs> I, I think in, in thanking you for yes. this opportunity. Absolutely. All right. There you go, Cody. <laughs> These tension rods. And that's just... all for tonight's episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go. All right. No, no worries. So, right. So, you just open that up a little bit, uh, twist it so that it's a bit wider than your opening. Then that makes that nice and taut. And you can hold on to that a bit. And this one, you know, you can hang it loose so you can get through to the other side whenever you need okay. to. Because a lot of other sides of glory holes is like just a dead end of room. So, uh, and then once your your mates arrived, um, you can get right positioned back there, and you just tighten that up. Oh, okay, and um, and you are off to the races. All right, yeah. Brian. So you have to listen to my scenario that I have created on how this would work out. And I was thinking about this, and I get some of my most brilliant thoughts in my mind when I'm in the shower, and what i would here's how i would make it work i would find somebody on scruff and say hey come over and i'm being responsible and i want i have a glory hole and i would tell my doorman yes let them up well i would say i would not tighten the bottom of it so i would say come in to my apartment go right across to my bathroom which i would already have it up but not the bottom right so just go underneath it like you were showing us there right. and then I would lock them in this way if I did it the other way around and I was behind my bathroom they could steal my shit in here and I'm not having mm-hmm. that this wait way, a minute them- you locking people in your bathroom well, I mean not literally <laughs> yes and no I'm not I'm not a psychopath 
But the thing is, it's a good thing. All they have to do is go to my bathroom. They can wash their hands, which I think is they were on. Who knows where they were coming from? Wash your hands while you were in there. Pee if you have to. And then the show begins and I'll lock you in and we go. This way they're not out in my apartment. And then when we're done, I'll unlock it and go behind my bedroom curtain and they can leave. And that's how I no, would do it. It's also, brilliant. If you and, have and, to pee, you can pee into the bathroom and then clean it up, pee on them. I could pee on him too if I wanted to, yeah. right? On my side, if you're into yeah. that water sports, because Brian, I feel like we're on Home Shopping Network here, <laughs> that <laughs> it's clean. You can clean it and there's a kit that you have. So let's just say if I was to pee on my guy, if a little yeah. bit of my pee gets on the thing, it's easily cleanable, correct? It totally is. Um, yeah, there's most likely you're going to get something on it with each encounter. So um, okay. you don't want to clean it. But the cleaning kit, um, actually, my shipment of stuff has arrived. So these things are really ready to roll. Uh, there'll be a spray bottle of, of antibacterial. There'll be a spray bottle of cleaning supplies and two cum racks. I mean, cleaning racks. So... <laughs> It's going to have everything. And you can, what I've done in a couple of uh, uh, dry runs or not dry runs, um, <laughs> is that it also can just fit bum, bum, bum. tension between in like a hallway. So I've had, oh, yes. I just put it up in the hall. So they oh. walk in, they've got like three, they've got like three steps they take and they're just confronted with it. So they okay. don't get into you don't the have to do my whole. You don't have to do my whole Nancy Drew. Locking people in the bathroom. That sounds like a kidnapping. <laughs> you can take the antibacterial Scenario. hand So you had a question spray, for Brian. And you just place it out there for them to use when they walk in, the, the sanitizing spray. And they can just spray themselves. They can spray the portaglory and then you're ready to go. Nice. Nice. So you mentioned a, a tote bag that you that you have on your website for purchase as well. Did you have any other products that you uh, advert that you have on your on your website for, for purchase? Uh, the other ones are a pair of knee pads. I but love knee pads the knee pads. For the long wow. session. I We've love had... a good knee pad. I, I need just... that for my life. <laughs> Well, I used to be a go-go dancer back in the 90s. Okay, laugh if you want. But they were critical to the job at hand to get the dollars sure. because we were really high up. And so when we would come down to see you all to get our dollars, we had to go on our knees. But they really, I love what they did to my knee. And I love a good knee pad moment. No, But they hot. work with this, yeah. They're hot, definitely. I'm wearing them in the street. I saw them, they're, they're gorgeous. <laughs> Brian, I think that this is so ingenious and it can be such a great thing in this time frame and such a great Christmas gift too. Like, yes. our, what, what's the word on the street that you've heard about creating the Port of Glory? Um, it's been the full range. I mean, just everybody's super supportive and think it's amazing. Um, and then a lot of my friends are just like, but it's not for me. And I have to, challenge them on that because I just I may have be somebody who may have said that myself but uh, I think I think being in control of 
your use of this. It just becomes this amazing fun toy. Um, I actually had a prototype for a couple of weeks um, before I actually used it. Um, uh, and we were just sitting around one night, my boyfriend and I, and he's like, why aren't we using it? Why haven't we tried it? And I was like, uh, you're right. And we put it up and it was just, it just was amazing to be completely and solely relying on sensations, body sensations, mm -hmm. and not the visual. Um, it was just, yeah. You were, you were speaking to the choir here. So yeah, I'm all for that. And it's, I wish I knew about this before. I used to do this annual Christmas party and used to call it XXXmas party. And I made everybody show up in leather and it was super fun. I would have loved this and I can still get it myself, but I think it would have been, I did, I remember turning my kitchen into the red light district where I put red lights in there and I put a curtain mm. and people really got into it. And yeah, I'm definitely going to order one of these for sure because I have a, mm. an, invite my friend over who has 10 inches that I think I need him to <laughs> take pictures. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> but I'm just curious, you guys, um, have you Cody and Brian weigh in here on What's your, how do you guys feel about that kind of anonymous sex? Do you guys like that? Or have you never, has that been part of your repertoire back in the day or no? Cody, go. I, I am a fan. Let's just say that. I have, we've been to the club before yeah. and not necessarily knowing people's names is kind of a turn on to me. Yeah. I've, when you go to the bathroom, if somebody's just down on their knees, ready to 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 give you a little a little help, getting getting things done in there, then yeah, I I, I enjoy it. And Brian, recently I've been looking at a lot of porn online, like amateur porn, and looking at anonymous, maybe anonymous, or maybe they knew each other. I don't know, but beach sex or sex, two guys. It seems like maybe they met. And one was in a car and the other one came up to him and sucked the other one off. Have mm -hmm. you always been sort of a fan of that kind of porn or, or engaged in that kind of activity? My fandom of porn topics is so wide. Um, have I engaged? I've definitely gone through waves. I am wildly, there are just periods of time where it's like, yes, 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 hot. Uh, and there are times when I want to cuddle up with somebody and you know, hear their life story, so, and everything in between. That's so cute. After I, I just talk about getting sucked off in the bathroom. <laughs> no, that happens I think too. <laughs> For those watching, they might want to know, are you single? Are you partnered up? I think you're partnered up, correct? I am partnered up. Um, and But from the get-go, uh, we are both a very sex-positive people um so uh, <laughs> in creating the port of glory did you try it out on each other to see oh oh no no i gotta make the hole a little bit lower a little bit higher and test it out oh we definitely tested it out on each other quite a bit uh and then finally um uh ordered in a couple of guys as well to just sort of see how that works oh. um because yeah like um i can I can throw in two holes. I can throw in four holes. I can. I also do like an extended hole. So it was. It was a lot of figuring out. Yeah, some dimensions and how much is 
yeah, all of it. Can you put Cody and I on the list for the next event? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that he said I can put in four holes. I, that's a dream of mine, actually. <laughs> if you can dream it, we can build it. Yeah. Okay. And have you built this or have you heard people or tried it out yourself with sex as well? In, in other words, fucking as well? Or is it strictly men just to be oral in the glory hole situation? Um, I have definitely test run, um, yes, all of the sex. That, that was a rhetorical question, but yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We are very fortunate in that our dicks are at about the same height as our asses. And they just, you can just hmm. 180 and present and yeah. I love it. And, Thank you, okay. Evolution. <laughs> Absolutely. And Brian, we want everybody to know that you do custom Porter Glories as well. And, and talk a little bit about that because everyone has a difference. You can take those orders on as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say like one in three of our orders has been a custom, um, right? The standard and the slim just has a fixed panel size, but we can make that panel just as wide as and narrow as, as anyone's need. whole. Right. And I've had one person that's just like, I want my entire door covered. I don't want, and, and, and they don't want the, the stall fantasy opening below. There's so, always that queen out there that has yeah. to like, redesign the whole concept. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've got one that like I'm on email 16 with that just keeps coming back with more questions. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Oh, Cody, sure. any question, Cody, any questions or comments from our listening audience that we want to read out? Uh, JJ says, glory holes are our life. Uh, <sighs> and then Twitter, after dark, concerning uh, when we have our, our demonstration right after the live stream. So uh -huh. get ready for that. Okay, Brian. <sighs> and then Casey says that... You can now do your safer XXS Miss Party. So, okay. Steve, yeah. now you have the tool, the tool to to have a safer XXX Miss Party. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a DJ that does our theme song for our Tuesday show that we were talking about doing some new event in this COVID pandemic era and i think the porter glory would fit in and is djing so we'll see maybe there's something in the works for that we want to let everybody know that you can get your own porter glory you go to port portaglory.club c-l-u-b and brian <laughs> yeah oh thank you Ooh, nice, nice. Oh. he was he oh, came wait, do it again because i was really looking at the, the nipples and the all oh, right yeah no see, they, they came in he gets distracted easy yeah i exactly <laughs> love it and uh brian is giving if you go to portaglory.club as being a tags podcast listener you can get 20 dollars off your order i think these would make a great christmas gift just put in your tags podcast listener right in the comment section uh, yeah. or where where you, there's a slot where where'd you hear about us just put in tags i love unintended it. right there's a slot right um, i love <laughs> it i love it brian i want to thank you so much i really really commend you for creating this. I think it's so ingenious. At its, I always give props to people that can do something in tough times. This And this works with our sexuality and your, I just 
cannot praise you enough. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, responsible, but fun and sexy as hell. So. And if people want to follow you, the best way is Twitter. They can go to at Porta Glory, correct? Yeah. Awesome. All right. We'll yep. list everything on tagspodcast.com on how you can get it, yes. including getting that $20 off of your order. I think it would be a great Christmas gift, a sexy Christmas gift, and yeah. safe practicing. Throw in a cleaning kit or some knee pads. And- Absolutely. Knee pads. I'll tie it I up in I expect those under my tree, Steve. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We love it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, you Keep in contact. And Will do. We'll, all right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I nice. love it. Do you love it? That was wonderful. I love that. So I can't, I, yeah, that was amazing. We got to get it and do a little event here. And I think it really would. I think make- we should do product testing for sure. I think that Brian should. should- <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I can go to Brian's house even to test it. Okay. Brian, put in the comment sections where you're at. Cody's. <laughs> There for it. <laughs> well, we want to thank you so much for listening. And I want to let you know that we I do we do an after show every week now on our Patreon page. It's kind of where you get to know me. Cody's done one with me. It's yes. a lot of fun. It's a little bit more relaxed and loose. Not like my whole, <laughs> but it's fun. And by being a Patreon member, it's uh, you get the show every week and you just get to know a different side of us and the show, which is kind of fun. And this week, that one comes out every week. This week I'm doing for a different tier on our Patreon page, a dark and dirty show, which is, a, yeah. yeah. And that one in honor of what we're talking about in Port of Glory, it's called Size Queen. Mm-hmm. Talking all about stories on that. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and check it out. See if you want to be a support our show. Cody Maurice Doggett, thank you so much. This was so much thank fun. Thank you, darling. It's always a pleasure. People can follow you at Mr. Maurice, correct? That's yes. Spell Mr. It out. Maurice on Instagram. M-I-S-T-A-H-M-A-U-R-I-C-E on Instagram. And don't forget to follow our show. We're on every social media platform at Tags Podcast. Thank you. Be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, but keep it sexy. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.